You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back here at Miller Park in Provo. Despite seven errors, San Francisco leads BYU 7-6 on the top of the seventh. And the first hitter for USF is the left fielder Darius Foster. And Foster looks at strike one from Cooper McKeon. McKeon came in and K'd the one batter he faced in the last inning. Jordan Vujovic, who had two home runs in his previous two at-bats. It was an inning in which BYU struck out every batter who was retired. Strike two from McKeon. Walker got the first two via K, frontwards and backwards, and then it was McKeon getting Vujovic into a swinging strikeout. That was in the sixth. We're now in the seventh, and BYU down one, and Foster looking at an 0-2. McKeon ahead of Foster. That's lined off one hop, short hop, handled by the second baseman Pintar. The throw to Achikar, getting Foster in time, and one gone here in the bottom of the seventh. But such a frustrating thing, uh, Tuckett Slade, is BYU now is 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position today. And they ended the sixth with the bases loaded. Yep. Uh, I mean, had all the chances in the world with their seven airs that they've had to finally tie or take a lead in this game and just couldn't get a hit. So Foster grounds out 4-3, and that was uh, clean, nicely handled, too, by Andrew on a short hop on a well-hit ball. Hard struck, at least, as the next hitter, Jack Winkler, steps in. Winkler with a fly out to right, an RBI double in the second, and then a Fly out to left in the fourth. So one for three on the day. That's a swinging strike. 0-2 again. McKeon ahead. He's been ahead of every hitter he's faced since he came in for Eastern Walker. Yeah, that's the best that he's looked all year. You said the numbers didn't match his yeah, stuff. Yeah, they really don't. The numbers, I just throw them away and just know that he has elite stuff to get good hitters out. USF made a fielding substitution last inning. As Brandon Grimes' day is done. They brought in Jake Kieschel at second base. So Kieschel for Grimes at second. At the plate, the shortstop Jack Winkler. Winkler with an 0-2 count. That's grounded to third. Scooped up by Cole, fired to first. Nicely and done. Catches him by a step there at first base. So two out here in the top of the seventh. So a 4-3 and a 5-3 for the first two hitters here for San Francisco in the top of the seventh. BYU got a 1-2-3 inning in the third. Got a 1-2-3 inning in the fifth. Going to do the same here in the seventh. Well, it's a really good matchup for Cooper with all these left-handers. We knew coming into the weekend that our left-handed bullpen arms are going to play a big role for us. Jacob Munoz, not even close on that one. Swinging strike, the 0-1. And again, it's early ahead, but ahead by Cooper again. Yep. Lefty to lefty here. McKeon to Munoz. That one's low and skips away from the catcher Cowden for ball one. One and one with two gone here in the top of the seventh. USF leading BYU 7-6. Seven runs, 
on six hits, seven errors for San Francisco. Rarely do you see the team with seven errors leading. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> Yet they've been in the lead the entire game. Well, that's 0 for 10 in Reynolds' scoring position. That's yeah. the reason they're leading. Yeah. If you just get one hit, one hit in those spots, this game's tied or we're ahead by at least one. And USF's had half as many runners in scoring position, at least opportunities to hit that is with, and they're, yep. they're 4 for 5 on their chances. That's, that's the difference right there. Munoz on a 2-1, goes to 3-1 from McKeon. So McKeon's thrown three straight balls after opening up with a strike to Munoz. Two outs here in the top of the seventh. And things got totally wayward on BYU in the top of the second after two early outs. That's when the Dons scored fifth, five, aided by back-to-back throwing, uh, fielding and throwing errors that kept the inning alive. And so the Cougar errors got things going, and as the swinging foul tip will keep Munoz alive. The Cougar errors got things going for USF, and then the USF errors were piled on, but not as much taken advantage by the home team. Cougars have a lefty and a righty up in the pen. It looks like Cy Nielsen's up and McKay Johnson. Cy the southpaw and Johnson from the other side. Cy a former starter. Now lefty out of the pen. As the full count ends up on a punch out. Nice pitch from Cooper. Takes the Dons out of the top of the seventh after six and a half. We head to the seventh inning stretch with BYU trailing by a score of seven to six. And the seventh inning stretch is brought you brought to you by DoTerra. Pursue what's pure. Don seven. Cougars six on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. This is BYU baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, bottom seven. Alex Pham stays on the mound for San Francisco. His team leads BYU seven to six. The glaring number, that's, of course, a reflection of the runners in scoring position number, is nine left on base today for BYU to just three for San Francisco. USF seven, BYU six. Bottom seven, leadoff hitter in the inning is Freddie Achikar, the Cougar first baseman, Georgetown transfer. Sees strike one, catch the outside edge from Alex Pham, the offering. So 0-1 to Achikar, bottom seven. Still plenty of outs to get this one done. The Cougars have been, been on the comeback trail since the second inning. Trailed 5-0, trailed 7-4. It's now 7-6, and Pham gets ahead of Freddie 0-2 on the swinging strike by Achikar. Well, it's one of those things you worry about when you're facing the elite arm in the, in, in the bullpen is you have a chance to get to him because of a couple of errors, right? You have an opportunity to get to him, and then all of a sudden you don't, and all of a sudden he starts to settle in a little bit. You worry about that. High ball one. So BYU's retired the side in order 1-2-3 three, three times today. USF doesn't have... A 1-2-3 inning yet against BYU. The Cougs have had base runners in every inning today. So frustrating. Freddie Achikar awaits the 1-2. The kick fire and delivery high and out for ball two. So two strikes followed by two balls from Alex Pham. Early in the season, this is what we were doing. We were struggling in these spots with runners in scoring position, and that's why we had a lot of close losses. And of late in our four-game winning streak, we've been getting big hits in those spots. And so... Need to continue to do that to, to win ball games. Achikar gets out in front of that one and stripes it foul down the first baseline. So we're in the bottom of the seventh. USF, when leading after seven, is undefeated this year. Now they've won only five times. They're five and fourteen, but they're four and zero when they have a lead going into the eighth. Achikar keys one to. Deep left, 
but about two yards shy of the warning track. Darius Foster makes the catch there. So long out for Freddie Achikar. One gone here, bottom seven. BYU down one. Danny Jelilich reached last time on a base on balls. Before that, fly out and ground out. So Danny 0 for 2, reaching on a walk and scoring on throwing errors by San Francisco. So run scored for Danny. The right-handed hitter, Jelilich, the right-handed thrower, Alex Pham, and strike one from Pham. Pham came in two today. 35 strikeouts in 21 and change. He has one strikeout out of the pen here today. Showing was Danny, but ball one is the call. We've got a new third baseman, it looks like. Oh, Winkler moved over. No, number 13, 31 is that third. And they, they moved them up. They moved uh, the shortstop over, probably, as Grime left second. Kesh, uh, Kieschel is 31, but he came in for Grime, and Grime was playing at second four. As the one-two goes to two and two on Danny Jelilich. So some fielding changes as they have brought in a new second baseman. Kyle Nell with Kieschel at third. They slid Wink. I kept Winkler at second. Or at short, beg your pardon. Swinging strikeout. Danny Jelilich swings through that one. So it's two gone here in the bottom of the seventh. Peyton Cole. Homered and singled in his last two at-bats. After striking out in his first plate appearance in the second. So I mentioned how the Cougars haven't gone one, two, three yep. yet today. And... Peyton Cole stands in the way of that happening for the first time today. Well, that's what scares you about Pham is you you know they, you know he's such a good pitcher. So fly out for Freddie Achikar, strike out for Danny Jelilich, and Peyton Cole now the third batter here in the seventh. The one and zero delivery, strike one from Alex Pham. One and one to Cole. So Cole has five hits on the year. And rather, he has eight hits on the year. Five are for extra bases. Let me update that. Six hits on the year are extra bases of his nine hits total. Yeah, with the home run today. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go ahead and hit your second home run right here. 2-1. Forthcoming from Pham to Cole. Righty v. Righty. And Peyton lays off for ball three. So this with two out. Will it be seven straight innings with a base runner for BYU? Be selective here. Got a good hitter on deck. Don's lead 7-6, bottom seven. Cole awaits a 3-1. And didn't get him. Didn't get him looking. Didn't get him looking or swinging there. It's a ball four. So it's a... Base on balls for Peyton Cole. He'll take it to first base, and sure enough, we've yet to see a 1-2-3 inning for the Cougars when they're at the plate yet today. 
And this is where you hope a two-out walk can turn into a Pintar double, and this game is tied. So Cole at first base, and Pintar to the plate, reaching on an E5 in the sixth. One for three with a run scored today. That one came in the first inning on a leadoff single to begin the game. Ball one delivery from Pham. Two out, bottom seven. Don seven, Cougars six. The Don's looking to survive seven errors so far in the day. Seven of the nine. But the two for BYU really yeah. turned Big. the wheels for USF early. Yes, it did. And that's charged high to deep left. Left fielder back at the wall and at the track makes the catch. Man. And the Dons are out of the inning but barely. Lofted to deep left. Pintar, the long fly out, ends the threat for the Cougs in the bottom of the seventh. We're through seven innings complete. San Francisco seven, BYU six in the inning for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors. There was a walk and a man left on base for the Cougs. That is ten runners left on base on the day. BYU down one after seven on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. First center in the eighth is the USF center fielder, number 36, Nick Jovetich. One pitch in is a ball. Second offering from McKeon is also a ball. 2-0 to Jovetich. Jovetich with a fly out to left, a fly out to center, a ground out, 6-3 in the fifth. So 0-3 today for Jovetich. Cooper McKeon stays on the hill for BYU, and that's strike one. Count goes to one and count goes to two and one from McKeon. McKeon replaced Easton Walker today. Easton went five and two thirds. McKeon's gone one and a third. Seeing his first hitter of the eighth. And he ball three. So looking to avoid the free pass for Jovetich. We'll see a pinch hitter. At least pinch hitters on deck right now, at least yeah. for USF. Go right at him right here, Coop. McKeon winds and delivers and lost him on five pitches. So it's a five-pitch walk issued to Jovetich. His first reached safely on the day. And so the pinch hitter will be number five, Jacob Westerman. 6-5-2-10 goes Westerman, the New Mexico Lobos transfer. And so he replaces the left-handed hitting Stapleton. The righty hitter Westerman coming in, and that may prompt a change for BYU in answer. So we'll take a break for a pitching change. Cooper McKeon's day is done. Cougars down one from the top of the eighth. San Francisco seven, BYU six on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for BYU brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. The right-hander, McCade Johnson, will be BYU's third pitcher of the day. He replaces Cooper McKeon, who replaced Easton Walker. What can you tell us, Tuckett, about uh, McCade Johnson? Yeah, McCade, a hard-throwing right-hander. You know, actually touched 99 once this year, anywhere from 94 to 96. Really good slider. He uh, got hit with a comebacker against Utah a couple weeks ago and hasn't been able to really you know, be comfortable on that um, on that ankle until until today. So first outing in a while, but uh, coming in a big spot. McKay Johnson on the season, making now his seventh appearance. 
0-3. In the, in the decision tally, his ERA is 6.14. Teams are hitting around 300 on him. He continues to take his warm-up pitches. As we are back in here at Miller Park, where BYU trails San Francisco by a score of 7-6. So BYU scored 6, and USF's now allowed 6 or more in 10 consecutive games. And that's contributed to their losses of 10 in the last 11. Yeah. Now they've allowed 6-plus but lead today, and with 7 errors on top of that. I'd say to boot that yeah. that would be a, a <laughs> too much of a pun for, me, for even me. Uh. All right, 7-6, uh, to six, Don's lead the Cougars here. Pinch hitter Westerman is in. So Jacob Westerman replacing Christian Stapleton. Stapleton was the DH. He was hitting left, and Westerman hits right. Well, you wonder in this situation, eighth inning up a run, if you're going to try to sack a guy sack a guy over here to get him in scoring position. If so, you just field the bunt and get the out at first. So base is clear. And the runner on first is Jopetic reaching, reaching on a base on balls. Righty Johnson to the righty hitter and high and outside for ball one. San Francisco coming in two today had not won a game without at least one home run. They needed homers to win, homers to win, and they have two two today. And that's why they have seven runs today. Three run shot and two run shot, both from the same guy, Jordan Vujovic. Runner takes off, throw to second, skips just in front of the runner who beats it to the bag. So a stolen base for Nick Jovetic. Jovetic with a thievery now putting him at second. Jovetic now three for five on a stolen base attempts on the year. A really good jump. McCade uh, isn't extremely quick to the plate, and he had a great jump and stole that one easy. So Jovetic now in scoring position where the Dons today are four for five at the plate. And that's, and the, that's Cougar, the, the Cougars are glaring 0 for 10 yeah. in the same situation today. That's the difference in this game. Throw back to second and got into center and gets oh away from no. the center fielder. And that'll be the Cougars' third error of the day. Will allow the runner to advance to third. Scrambles back. Does Jovetic, but a runner now at third, 90 feet away with the Dons. Oh, well, they, they appealed and got him off. No, they. What uh, they call there? They, they had him off the base. They said that uh, it was interference on the runner, is what the umpire has called. That um, that he ran into Pintar, was not able to. Oh, is it because he touched the coach there? Yeah, it's because he touched the coach. Oh. He, can't, he can't touch a coach. He made contact with the third base coach, did Jovetic, while rounding. Yeah. So the, the attempted pickoff at second got away from the second baseman into center, and as that's happening, Jovetic then takes off, and as he rounds third, touches the third base coach and is called out. Yep, that's why, because you see it right here, clear as day on the replay, that he held on grabbed to the coach. His arm. He grabbed his arm, yep. Can't do that. And the umpire right there makes the call immediately. So now that player is yet to leave third base. But now he finally does. Wow, big break there for the Cougs. I'll say. So Jovetic reached on the base on ball, balls, stole second. An errant pickoff throw sent him to third. And as he rounds third, touches the third base coach and is called out. Hmm. So the Cougars' third throwing error, or the thir or third error on the day, second throwing error, currently shows no harm done. 
All three umpires are engaged in a conversation on the third base line right now. This comes on a 1-1 count to Jacob Westerman, who has stepped out of the box as McKay Johnson gets a few more tosses in. Stay warm on a cold day here in Provo. The umpires' conference is over, and yes, it's going to be an out on the play. So Jovetic is called out on contact with the third base coach. So the uh, board shows none out, but there's an out here in the eighth inning. One out. So one and one is the count to Jacob Westerman. And an out here in the eighth in a very unconventional way. And a lot of things have happened unconventionally today. (laughs) What a wild one. Ten combined errors. Only nine, or rather only 11 combined hits. And a swinging strike there for strike two to Westerman, the pinch hitter here in the eighth. You know, the crazy thing about that rule right there is that, you know, you're not allowed to touch, uh, have the coach help you stop or anything like that and impede your, where you're going. And uh, we didn't even try to throw the ball to third base. So in reality, it really meant nothing. Yeah. There was no reason for him to even try to touch his coach there. McKay Johnson high and outside with ball two. Two and two the count, one gone here in the top of the eight. The base is clear, fortunately, for BYU. Because yeah. they weren't a moment ago. Jovetic... Base on ball, stolen base, and then on a throwing error, getting two-third and then getting beyond third, makes contact with his coach and ends his personal threat on the corner. McKay Johnson. The righty comes in for ball two. Took the barrel off the shoulder but didn't bring it through the zone, so three and two, beg your pardon, three and two. The count is full with one gone here in the eighth. USF 7, BYU 6 is our score. Seven runs on six hits for San Francisco. Make him earn it right here. Throw it as hard as you can on the corner of the plate and see what he can do. McCade Johnson, BYU's third pitcher on uh, on the day, gets the swinging strikeout. That's only two outs, Josh. So <laughs> Joshua Cowden was a little fired up there. Yeah, he, that long, he thought that was the third out. He got confused. It's because our scoreboard operator puts up outs so fast that Josh <laughs> he thought it was the third. Josh looked up and saw the two the minute the out was made yeah. and thought that it was the third out. So the K of Westerman brings Kyle Nell to the plate, and Nell hitting in the spot that was occupied previously by Ryan Davis. Davis had a rough day. He did get the game going for them offensively with that, you know, ball he hit the third off Cole for the air to get that big five-run yep. second, but he had crucial errors at third base. And a ground out and a strikeout in his last two plate appearances. And so Kyle Nell in for Davis. Fouls one back on a 1-0 count. 1-1 one one with two gone here in the top of the eighth inning. San Francisco with a one-run lead. BYU this year was 4-2 and two in scoring six-plus runs. They've already hit six, the sixth number at this point today, yet they trail by one, seven to six. What would you say, four and, four and two when scoring six runs? Six-plus, four and two, yeah. yeah. Strike two to Nell. So the one-two with two gone. Cougs can get out of it right here. One and two with two out, top of the eighth. McKay Johnson misses the outside part of the plate for ball two. Two and two, two gone. 
Kyle Nell is the second pinch hitter of this inning. Out of Tigard, Oregon, Nell. McKay Johnson looks in with the bases empty. Kicks and fires, and that's high. It's out again. Full count, two out. McKay Johnson, 12 strikeouts and seven plus innings of work coming in two today. Mm. And they go to first base on an appeal, on a look. On a full count, it goes as a walk. So Johnson does lose Nell to first base on the free pass. And we stay with two out here in the top of the eighth. Yeah, replay showed it was close. So BYU with eight strikeouts on the day. Five for Walker, two for McKee, and one for McCade Johnson. Johnson's strikeout coming here in the eighth inning. Kyle Nell is on first with a walk. And the hitter is the catcher, number 33, Thomas McCarthy. McCarthy reaching on an E5, scoring. And then back-to-back singles in the fourth and the sixth. He hits now in the eighth with his team up one, seven to six. That's fouled back. Again, he came in. He was, you know, obviously with 20-something at-bats, he would have, was batting 0-50 to start today. And already raises average to 130 because <laughs> of the two hits. He's been on base all three times, right? Yeah, because he reached on the E5. Yeah. And then scored. Scored as he was one of the three that scored on the uh, three-run shot. Trying to steal second, and they got him at second base. Kyle Nell tried to steal second. Good throw. And Joshua Cowden makes the clean throw. Handled well at the bag. Pintar makes the tag, and the Close. outs recorded. And so the Cougars get out of the inning. Nothing across for USF after 7.5. San Francisco 1, 7. And BYU 6, the one-run lead for the Dons on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom 8, BYU down 1. USF leading the Cougars by 1, 7-6. to six. And Brock Watkins will lead off the bottom of the 8th for the Cougars. Have yet to lead in this game. Kick fire and a swinging strike as Alex Pham stays on the hill. He came in replacing Landon Barassa and has gone the rest of the way for the Dons. Weird inning in the top of the eighth for USF as only three batters officially completed at bats and two of them reached base and yet it was a 1-2-3 inning officially. Yeah, a crazy <laughs> inning like you put in your scorebook, like, so how do I put this down? One and one to Watkins. Righty v. Righty. Gets away from the catcher, low and outside. The ball two, two and one. That's his 56th pitch of the game in relief. And they love to go to him in these spots, but you just wonder in this, you know, wet, cold temperature, how that arm's going to hold up. And his third inning of work. So with the mid-50s through two-plus, Watkins in the box. Fouls it back. Strike two. Two and two. 
Nobody out here, bottom eight. Big spot here, eighth inning down a run. Two, three, and four coming up. USF has lost one game when leading after eight innings this year. BYU this year, 1-11 and 11 when tied or trailing after eight. Cougars have their six runs on five hits. Dons have their seven runs on six hits. The 2-2 delivery from Alex Pham to Brock Watkins. That just missed for ball three. thing about Pham is you get to a full count and you expect that he's going to go to his fastball, but his best pitch is actually a slider. So it's always in the back of your mind. Full count to Brock. Outside. Good at bat. Walked him. So That's away from Brock. Good eye and off to first base he goes. That's a really, really good at bat to start this inning off. All right, the Kooks on the comeback trail with Mitch McIntyre stepping in. The left-handed hitting McIntyre. And there's no one up in the USF yeah. pen. This is their this, guy. This is Fam's this is guy. This is Fam's guy. game the rest of the way. Yep. See if Mitch can get a slider here and pull it into the four hole. The right fielder's playing in right center, so something down the line here. Brock can run for a long time. Fam from the stretch and outside. Away from the left-handed hitting McIntyre. 1-0. Strikeout for Mitch in the first. Single in the third. Reaching on an E1 in the fifth. And a fielder's choice in the sixth. Come on, Mitch. The 1-0 from Pham. Faking as if the lead yeah, was Watkins. He gets back, and the catcher faked as if to throw to second. Well, McCarthy, with the with the left-handed hitter up, it's it, you can't see the runner at first. He he heard Doug say running, so he assumed he was going, didn't realize he had stopped. So Watkins, the runner at first on a base on balls. McIntyre in the box with a 2-0 count. The righty fam, the lefty hitting McIntyre. Ball three. So behind McIntyre is Pham, and the Cougs down to what could be six at-bats when the inning began, down a run, 7-6. to six. Yeah, Mitchell be taken all the way right here. So the 3-0 from Pham. Wind up in delivery, and did what he had to do, put a strike on the board. So plus in the plus count today, in hitters counts, Greg, we've had chances, right? Bases loaded, 3-1 count, we ground out. You know, 2-0 counts, ground out. When you have a 3-1 count here against a pitcher like this, you, you've got to be ready and put up a good swing. The 3-1 to McIntyre. Taking off is Watkins. And the steal of second is completed as the uh, shortstop had it hopped to him on the throw from catcher and wouldn't have got him anyway, but it was a... Bobbled catch at second base. Dwelling base by Watkins. Yeah, so it was a little 3-1 hit and run is what that is right there. And Mitch swung through it, but Watkins did a good job. First stolen base for Brock on two attempts this year. So the runner now in scoring position, which means we have to reintroduce that Here number. Here we go. Here we go. BYU 0 for 10 with runners in scoring position today. 
yet, despite an 0 for 10 with that, they've scored six runs. It's exactly. so crazy. And this is a spot here where you just want Mitch. Worst case scenario is you ground out to second here and advance the runner to third. So Had none out here. You need a team at bat right here. It's gone full on Mitch McIntyre. Three and two, none gone. Bottom eight, BYU down run. Runner at second is Watkins. Low and inside, ball four. And so it's a walk. And now the Cougs with something brewing in the bottom of the eighth. Down a run. And men on first and second with none out. Well, normally this would be a bunt situation. I still think it is. You want to get, you, with nobody out here, you're trying to get advance both runners so that you have a chance to sack fly a guy, which we've done successful a couple times today, right? Sacrifice the runner in. But uh, if you're Josh Cowden, just show it early and get the bunt down. Don't try to do too much. Just execute. Bunt the ball to third. Make him field it so that both runners can advance. Joshua Cowden, left-handed hitting, right-handed throwing, Alex Pham. First and second, none out. The square, the bunt down the third base, baseline, a well-placed third baseman handle. Doesn't nice make job. the throw. Doesn't nice even make the job. throw. Kept it in his glove. Exactly. That's exactly what you do. He wasn't trying to just drag bunt there. He was trying to sack it, but he laid down a perfect bunt there where the third baseman couldn't field it, and we get a base hit there. Fantastic job by Josh Cowden. Now you have a chance to tie this game up. So bunt single by Cowden, and Luke Kieschel never got it out of his glove. So well placed, everybody reaches safely. Bases loaded, none out, bottom eight, down one. Now's the time. And I'm going to say it. 0 for 22 on the year with 22 now hitting. I know how you like to put those yep. together. Of the synchronicity. Right? Here we go. So you're saying 0 for 22 with bases, bases loaded. Bases loaded on the season as a team. It's been, like Coach, Coach Pratt says, uncle, come on, can we just get the hit, right? And we've had tw- two chances today. Brock had a great at-bat, right? Flew out to deep right. So a sack fly you know, on a bases loaded fly. situation and, brought in a run. And we've done that a bunch this year, yeah. you know. But hits with bases but loaded. But getting the yeah. actual hit. And in this spot, I want the hit would be great, but I'm looking for at least a sack fly at the minimum, right? One so thing you can't do here is strike out. One swing can give the Cougs a lead they haven't had yet. BYU was down 5 nothing in the second, 7-4 after that. Inched back in, 7-6 now. Bases loaded, bottom eight, and none out. For Cole Gamble. Swinging strike by Gamble. He's reached twice on an error and a base on balls. He's grounded out twice. 4-3 and 6-3. He's also scored a run on a throwing error from San Francisco. So you have, um, what are they looking at over there? Alex, has, has the, uh, the coach is talking, Nino's talking to. Jaratano's out of his dugout. Yeah. Talking to the home plate umpire. Jacob Asher. Looks like they might put in a, a substitute. Defensive sub. Right now, defensively, they've been they've been uh, they're they're playing double play depth up the middle, and the corners are in. So Tyler Martinez, listed as utility infielder, is getting a warm up toss or two in in front of the USF dugout. You wonder if they're thinking about possibly going to a five-man infield, taking out an outfielder. Although it looks like he might just go to left. I don't know where he's going to go. So Foster, the left fielder, is walk is making steps to in, and now he'll be replaced. So it appears to be a straight left field replacement yeah, it looks there. Looks like it. Yep. Yeah. Probably a better arm. Okay. So Foster will leave at left field, be replaced 
by Tyler Martinez in left field. So left fielder out, left fielder in. 0-1 count to Cole Gamble. BYU down one. We can change that in a hurry. The 0-1 to Gamble. Just be simple here, Cole. Bottom eight. Bases loaded. Watkins third. McIntyre second. Cowden at first. And Gamble takes strike one outside. Caught the outside of the edge. Takes strike two, beg your pardon. 0-2 to Cole Gamble. Half the battle now. Greg, you got a battle. Put a ball in play. They've proven today that when you put a ball in play, they've made seven errors, right? Put a ball in play here. He runs well, so it's going to be hard to double him off. Fam ahead on the hitter. The 0-2 to Gamble. Outside for ball one. Try to get him to chase a, a, a two-seam fastball running away. Just got a battle here. Put a ball in play. These are the spots as a hitter that you live for. The one and two from the righty to the left-handed hitting Cole Gamble. And outside for ball two. So from 0-2 to 2-2 to Gamble. When BYU has a lead after eight, they're undefeated this year. Six and zero. Can they get into the lead here in the moments to come? Well, just looking for a tie right now. Looking for a good at bat from Cole. Gamble in the box against Fam. Fam has gone all the way since Landon Barasa left the game. Former starter, Fam working out of the pen. The two-two. Swung on. Is it deep enough? It's actually shortish left field and. Won't be. So runners hold. And so the replacement left fielder just into the game is put to work as Martinez records the out short left on the flyout. So runners stay on the flyout by Gamble. Well, Wilk had a chance his last time up against Pham with bases loaded and grounded out to short. He doesn't run well, so he could hit into a double play here. One out, bottom eight. BYU down one. They've scored the last three after trailing seven to three. Hits are even six each, six apiece right now. Pitch one is ball one, one and oh to Wilk. Greg, I can't even watch right now. (laughs) Uh, The butterflies right now. I just want these guys to succeed in these situations. Well, ball hasn't left the infield yet. Base on balls, base on balls, bunt single, bases loaded, however you get it done. And now Wilk at the plate with the 1-0, one gone. Outside, catcher keeps it in front of him. 2-0. Don't try to do too much right here. 2-0, he's got nowhere to put you. He's got to come with a pitch here. Hey, I'm okay with the sack fly right here. I mean, tie this game up. Have some fun, Jake Wilk. 2-0 to Wilk with one out in the bottom of the eighth and BYU down one, 7-6. Alex Pham. Righty kicks and fires. Strike one. Good take there. He was down. That's a pitch that he wanted him to swing at to roll over into a double play. Mm, Low and inside. Yeah. It's the 2 1 to Wilk. Jacob 0 for 2 today. Bases loaded. 
Team down one. And the 2-1 goes to 3-1. Missing the away edge on Wilk. 3-1 and one out. That's the exact count is what Jake had last time he faced Fam with bases loaded. Right. It was 3-1. Exactly and he grounded right. out softly to short. Off the end of the bat. Hopefully you learn from that right here. Take your walk, but if you get yours, absolutely just crush this pitch. 3-1. One out. Cougs down one. Sacks are stacked. Bottom eight. The pitch Falls is a down. walk. Love and it. And the game is tied. Take he your walk. He was careful. Take your walk. He was cautious, and he was watching it in for ball four. Jacob Wilk, with a base on balls, brings in Watkins with the seventh run of the game, ties the game for BYU. Take your walk. Love it. That's a great at-bat. I love it. 7-7 the score. The game is tied. BYU was down five. They were later down four at 7-3. to three. They've scored the next four and tie the game 7-7. And Coach Nick Giratano will come to the mound. Alex Pham. And, and nobody's been throwing down there, so one thing I'll say is Freddie faced Pham last time, got to a 2-2 count, and what did he do? He flew out to deep left, right? That's all you're looking for right here is a, get a fly ball, go ahead, take a lead. In two and a third, Pham's pitch count is already 77. Yeah, I mean, this is what they like to do with him, and Coach, uh, Coach Nino is like, hey, we got a chance to win game one, and we've been struggling we're going to go to our best guy and try to win a game. They, they do now have a lefty down in the bullpen just playing catch. Can't quite cap, catch the number, but here we go. Great time if you're Freddie. Just a that left-hander is Grant Young up in the pen. 7-7 our score. Don's led 5-0. BYU made it 5-3. Don's went up 7-3, and the Cougs have scored the last four to square the game. And the Cougs getting it done this inning on three bases on balls and a bunt single. Yeah, just good at-bats. They're not trying to do too much. And you're in that same spot. Freddie doesn't run well again, and they're playing double play depth. So ground ball up the middle, probably we don't score a run. So if you're Freddie, you're trying to elevate a ball here. Freddie elevate a ball here. Freddie out to left in his last time at bat. Bases loaded for Achikar. One out, bottom eight, tie game. 7-7, seven, seven, strike call. On the first offering to Achikar. Corners are playing in. Outfield's at normal depth. Alex Pham with the lefty up in the pen. The righty gets ready with the bases loaded. Achikar the 0-1. Low for ball one. One and one with one gone. Yes. Bottom of the eighth. Pham's such a good pitcher, Greg, even though he's walked a few guys here. He knows that the goal here is to elevate and try to, you know, hit a fly ball to, to, to take a lead here. Every pitch he's throwing is running down, down, down. He's trying to get his ground ball right here. One and one. Forthcoming to Freddie. At Chikar, 0 for 3 today. Rips it, but right at the first baseman. Handles it off a hop, comes home, and they get the force My at home. My goodness. My goodness. Mm. He Score stays 7-7. Seven, right seven. the first baseman. He did a great job. Munoz did a great job of just chesting it up and, and getting the force out at the plate. Oh, good play. Yeah, it wasn't scooped cleanly, but it was kept in front no, of him where he could pick it up and throw to home. Yep. He didn't panic. Most guys, when they, get, when they bobble a ball, they panic. He was calm about it and threw a strike to home plate. 
to catch the runner. And it looks like uh, Coach McIntyre. is going to call on Brian Call to pinch hit for Jelich. Going to the left-hand hitter. So Brian Call steps in. Still bases loaded for BYU. Cowden at third. Wilk at second. Atchikar at first. And Brian's done a good job in his career force as a pinch hitter. Nice line drive hitter. Left-handed hitter facing the right-handed thrower in Pham with two out here in the bottom of the eighth. BYU one across to tie the game at seven. Bases loaded. Remain loaded for BYU. First pitch is ball. So BYU officially with bases loaded today is 0 for 3. 0 for 24 on the year. Call in the box with the bases juiced. 1-0. And that's a deep fly to right. Right fielder going back, back, stepping in front of the track, and ending the inning for BYU. The Kooks tie the game, but only tie it at 7. We're through 8 complete. USF 7, BYU 7 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so we are tied after eight innings. BYU and San Francisco. USF this year 0-1 when tied after eight. And BYU 1-2 when tied after eight innings. Pitching change for BYU with Reed McLaughlin entering the game. Pitching changes are brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. The right-hander, Reed McLaughlin. In for Coach Mike Littlewood. First hitter in the inning for San Francisco will be the guy who was in the batter's box to end the last inning. Yeah. The inning ended with him hitting Thomas McCarthy, the catcher. 7-7. Into the ninth we go. Top nine here at Miller Park in Provo. Today's game is three hours and... 12 minutes old so far. So righty v. righty here. First pitch of the game for Reed McLaughlin is a called strike. The the away edge for the hitter, McCarthy. That's swung on and striped foul. Down the first baseline. 0-2. Oh, well, Reed ahead of Reed's McCarthy. The guy. Reed's the guy we go to a bunch in these spots. McLaughlin making his 10th appearance. He leads all Cougar pitchers in appearances this year. ERA under 2. And teams hitting around 200 against him. That's reached out and hit by McCarthy to the third baseman. Quick throw to Good first. Play. Got it. Good play. Peyton Cole fires to get the out at first base. Slow roller to third. He yeah. was on a sprint to reach the ball and then fires to first. Atchkar on the bag. 
retires the first hitter of the ninth inning for San Francisco. One gone here, top nine. 7-7 seven, seven our score. McCarthy on the ground out, 5-3. Luke Kieschel. It's crucial to make that play to get the leadoff hitter in a tied ball game in the ninth. So from crucial to Kieschel, who replaced Brandon Grime in this game. Kieschel sees the first pitch go for ball one from Reed McLaughlin. So, jersey number 31 on the hill and jersey number 31 at the plate. 1-0 to Kieschel. That gets away and under the glove of Cowden. Back to the screen. Ball 2. 2-0. One gone here. Top 9. 7-7 our score. BYU and USF. And one. It's interesting because the fam is on deck. Like they're, they're going to pull the DH and let the pitcher hit. Hmm, interesting. And that's up the middle. Handled by the shortstop. Throw to first. Took Freddie off the bag, play. but he kept the toe on it to record the out. So Brock Watkins. At a shortstop position, running towards second, hauls it in and throws to Freddie, who just stretched out, kept the toe on the bag to get the out at first. Two gone here in the top of the ninth. So a 5-3 ground out, followed by a 6-3 ground out. And they are going to hit the pitcher. Yeah. So Alex Pham. I don't see him with the at-bat on the year. Doesn't have one, right? No. So Alex Pham, who... He's the only the second pitcher to throw for USF today. Stays in the game to hit here with two out in the top of the ninth. Gets a bat on it and fouls it into the near USF dugout territory. So playing for extras, thinking that's their guy that's going to get them there yeah. on the hill. And there's just no one up in the pen right now for San Francisco. The 0-1 reached out on and nubbed down oh, wow. the first base line. Wow, good play. Handled by that the pitcher back. McLaughlin, and he got him. Wow. So McLaughlin to Achikar, 1-3 on that roller down the first base line, and a heads-up play to get Pham running to first. After 8.5, it is San Francisco 7, BYU 7. We're taking a break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back at Miller Park. Cougars looking for some bottom of the ninth magic in a tie ball game. USF 7, BYU 7 our score. Both teams have six hits, and the teams have split ten errors. Seven for USF and three for BYU. Alex Pham, who just hit for himself out of the pitcher's spot, which you don't see every day in college baseball. Stays on the mound at the bottom of the ninth. Peyton Cole is BYU's first hitter. Peyton has a solo shot, a single, and a base on balls in his last three at-bats. So three consecutive safe plate appearances for Peyton. He caved in his first at-bat. He's been doing good things ever since. 7-7. Off speed, and he laces it. Foul into the, just short of the Cougar bullpen down the third baseline. Peyton's done a nice job... uh, Recovering from those throwing errors early in the game, he's made a big difference at the plate for BYU today. Yes, he has. Peyton Cole 
Hitting lefty against the righty thrower, Pham. Pham on the 0-1. Misses low. Ball one. One and one to Cole. We're in the bottom of the ninth of a tie ball game. I mean, Pham, he's had 85 pitches now. <laughs> they are going for this win. One and one to Cole. Looks at strike two. Pitchers are up in the USF pen. Lefty and a righty going right now. Pham stays on the hill. The 1-2 from Pham to Cole. Reached out to foul down the third base side of the park. Stays 1-2. and two. Starter, starter Barasa went five complete, and Pham has gone three complete now into his fourth. And again, his pitch tally you've already hit. It'll be up around 90 when this at-bat is done. The 1-2. Swinging strikeout by Peyton Cole. So one gone down, the bottom of the ninth. It'll bring up the top of the order for BYU. Andrew Pintar. Singled in the first. It was the first BYU at-bat of the game. Let off the game with a single. Walked in the third. Cade in the fourth. Reaching on an error in the sixth and flied out in the seventh. Well, and his fly out in the seventh was up against the wall. I thought it was a two-run shot off the bat. The thump of the glove there was strike one. The 0-1 forthcoming to Andrew Pintar. Waves the bat above his right shoulder. Fam going outside edge and missing it for ball one. One and one with one out in the bottom of the ninth. On deck is Brock Watkins. Watkins walked and scored in the eighth. Scored the tying run for BYU. Right-hander Fam to the right-handed hitting. Andrew Pintar. Strike two. Fam ahead of Pintar, one and two, with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. Both teams, seven runs on six hits. We'll do it again tomorrow at 4 o'clock. That's a swing and a miss, a swinging strikeout. Two outs. Yep. I thought for a moment, Fan might have thought the inning was over there. He, <laughs> he left the mound that quickly. It was uh, Pintar following Cole with frontwards K's here in the ninth. Bringing up Brock Watkins. Watkins hitting righty. Scored the tying run last inning. Pham delivers and gets Watkins out in front. Yeah, his, that slider is just getting better as this game's gone on. He just had back-to-back strikeouts on sliders. 0-1 to Watkins. Are we headed for extras? Still time to change that potential. Two quick strikes. Swinging strike by Watkins there. So the 0-2 with two out, bottom nine. Brock steps back in. Waggles the bat and keeps it on his shoulder as that pitch is offered away from Watkins outside for ball one. One and two, two out, bottom nine in a tie ball game. 
USF this year 5-5 five and five when they score six or more. They've done that today. So all their wins have come in high-scoring games on their part. Fouled directly back into the screen. Again, five wins on the year, 5-14, and 14, and all five wins have come when they've gotten at least six runs across. So they're unlikely to win a pitcher's duel, at least so far this year. Such an unusual game. Yes, this. The, uh, the Dons have as many runs as they have errors. At seven. And the one and two is a backwards K. Caught looking, and Pham strikes out the side in the ninth. We go to the tenth inning. Tied at seven. BYU and USF on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.